Yo, 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 it's X, and welcome to the Fall Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Crizzo, and um, got my boy, Jerry's right here in the cut from back home, and we about to get it in. Let's get it. And yours truly, Mr. KJ in the building. Uh, nice to be here again with some fellow brothers, and we have a lot to talk about on this podcast. So you guys, Talk to him. how have you guys been, man? What you guys been up to? So I've been chilling. Um, still got the schoolwork. I'm about to knock this out. And um, I'm currently looking for an internship, too, as well. I got to email some people. But, but yeah, and um, for sure. We'll, we'll put Chris's uh, email at, at the uh, in the description. So hopefully you get a podcast. How about you, Jerry? How you doing, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Everything's been nice two weeks of school so far. So so let the people know who you are. Let's get to know you a little more. You from the Keys, man? Yeah, I'm from the Keys. Uh me and Chris, we've been friends for about maybe like nine, ten years so far. So yeah, I mean like we usually have talks like this all the time. Like, you know, we go back and forth, but like we we agree, disagree, you know. We still the same at the end of the day. That's all you need is you always need some discourse, especially with some of your closest friends, because they're the ones that can keep you honest and, you know, give you different perspectives. Be real. KJ, how you been? And I've been pretty good. You know, I really don't have any complaints. I've just been working a lot, um, keeping up with sports, also keeping up with my schooling as well. I just took a test for one of my other classes that I've been taking, and I passed it almost a week ago. So, you know, I only got a couple more classes. And then I get to start a new term next month on the 1st. Let's go. Let's go. So what you guys want to talk about? Crizzo, you want to talk about some music? What you want to talk about, man? What you want to start the podcast off with? All right, let's talk about music. So what's going on right now in the the music world? A lot of shit. A lot of shit. Despite the the, uh, lockdown, a lot of shit's been, uh, you know, brewing in the IG world. So, um... What are some topics I want to talk about? I mean, uh, I, I guess we haven't, like, spoken in a, in a minute. I guess we could talk about this whole Tory Lanez. Uh, yeah, it and clear the air on this situation. Did y'all see the, the leaked text? If that yeah. was really... No, no, no. What did it say? <laughs> uh, so, pretty much, Tory was just like, yo, Meg, I'm sorry. I was just really drunk. That's why I shot you. Like, it just... Yeah, he, he admitted it. He admitted he did it because he was drunk, which is a terrible excuse. You can't blame alcohol for making a terrible decision like that, sober or not. You know, you still should know better regardless as a grown-ass man. And I bet you he was deported back to Canada, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure he was. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so. I, I think he said that was like fake news or something. Oh, really? <laughs> I think he just, like, laid low. Dude, that is ridiculous. I, I, mean, I mean, hey, look, I'm not justifying uh, Tory Lanez's actions at all. I would never justify shooting someone because you're drunk. It's a horrible excuse. But, hey, uh, Tory Lanez is, what, 5'3"? Meg Thee Stallion's, like, 5'11". I mean, hey, <laughs> Oh, man. God. I swear to God, bro. <laughs> I swear. She had no choice but to shoot the bitch. 
I'm kidding. Hey, you talking reckless, but no, like, I mean, Real. nothing. I, I think nothing should really get that serious. I don't care if you're like dating her or whatever. There should be nothing that gets that serious where you have to pull out a pull out a definitely guy. not. I think Tori's that type of dude that always has to like try to show his heart. So he would do something like that to me. Yeah, I could definitely see him like doing that. Like like you wouldn't see little baby doing that or like or like you know what I mean? Like like you wouldn't see but I I could I could envision Tori doing it. That's the funny part. You feel me? Like oh no. No, no, no. I definitely agree, man. I, I just think that that's just a whole reckless situation. I mean, weren't they coming back from, like, one of the Jenner's houses or something like that? Like, it was yeah, kind of yeah, so. like, yeah, like, what y'all doing, man? Y'all supposed to be in quarantine. Nah, I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. But, like, like, what's really going on? Like, come on. There, there, you, you don't think there is more to that? Like, I'm not, like, digging or anything. There had to be more to it because, first of all, why would Meg the stout and be there with you know those people? Like we never we never thought she would she would like hang out with them or do anything like that with them because we don't really hear that much about her. Like she kind of keeps her business as private as possible, so it's hard to find out what exactly she's doing most of the time these days. But to actually see it though, there's proof that something could have went on. Like maybe her and Tori had like something on the low low and dude was probably showing Kylie Jenner a lot of attention because she's a Kardashian and think about think about it like that's a lot of money and power running in that direction so how you not gonna notice that you would be stupid if you didn't notice it I mean true and I mean like hey, let's keep it real like we've all had like disputes with like our you know partners you know significant others whatever like, I never, like, thought, like, yo, you know, I'm about to go get a gun out on my girl. Like, you know. Yeah, I would I mean, like, it's never gotten that far, right? Like. Especially if you're drunk, too, bro. Like, like even if I was drunk, I would, like, that wouldn't even cross my mind. Like, I would hit her before I would shoot her. Like, like come on now. Not saying I would. Hold on. No. <laughs> Not saying I would. <laughs> Let's get hey. the fact checkers out. Hey, the government gonna come cut this one out for you, Chris. They gonna come get your ass. Dead ass. They gonna think this nigga just loves to beat on women. They gonna get it. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I'm playing, but not like... But y'all, but y'all knew what I was saying, though, right? Hey, look, all yeah. I'm saying is it's like... Look, man, if you can't, like, protect yourself against your, I don't know, if you can't protect yourself like that, there should be no reason for you guys to get to that big of an argument, man. Because, hey, man, Maggie Stallion got, what, seven inches on this dude? Like, for real. Like, that's some, like, WWE type, like, you know, <laughs> hey, the great Kali versus, like, I don't know, John Cena or something. <laughs> yeah, Ray, Ray Mysterio or something like that, man. Like, hey, like... Hey, choose your fights, you know what I'm saying? And don't try to win all of them. So, hey, man, dude was just trying to be way too hard. I think he was... She can really she can really stomp that nigga out for real, bro. And she be wearing heels all the time, too. <laughs> and look, hey, I, heard it was, I heard it was even between Chris Brown and Rihanna when they fought back in the day. Oh. I, I, 
Yeah. I, I heard. Damn, 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 I don't know, bro. Her face was kind of fucked yeah, up. I don't know about that. And Chris yeah. Brown seemed fine. Hey, yeah. no, no, no. People were saying, I don't know. Or at least Rihanna said in one of her interviews with like Oprah, she's like, yeah, like she was like giving them the hands. Apparently, like the hey, the, the Caribbean hands. What you think, man? You think she so was- the Car- the the Caribbean hands wasn't enough? I say yeah. that. Hey, that's why. Hey, that's why we need more big brothers, okay? Because hey, if Meg Thee Stallion had like a big, well, no, Meg Thee Stallion could fend for herself. That's the whole reason why Tory brought out the gun. Meg Thee Stallion is her big brother. What I got? Yeah, man. Man, but I bet you if Rihanna had like you know a thug Caribbean you know brother like from the islands, and he heard Chris Brown like did that, it's game over. Man, it won't be an issue no more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, facts. <laughs> um, what do you guys think about this whole TikTok situation? TikTok might be going away. First, it was gonna go away like last month. Now it's gonna be going away potentially on Tuesday if uh, Microsoft doesn't buy it. What do you I guys think it. about that? I love it. And why is that? Because TikTok is—I don't know. Well, first of all, they get your information. Uh, the Chinese government like stores it because it's not by an American developer. So, just off the rip, like I don't trust it. Facts. Yeah, I mean I don't trust it either. But I mean we de- we definitely do the same thing for any other corporation. Yeah. See. Yeah. yeah and go but, ahead. Uh, yeah, but uh, American companies. I mean, we live here. We work here. We spend money here. I, I wouldn't want my information going to the Chinese without my consent, especially when I don't be over there like that. And especially since America has beef with China right now too, bro. Mad beef going on, bro. I'm talking terrorists on 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 all the imports. You feel me? So and like and like right now they're literally at a trade war. You see what I'm saying? So yeah, like maybe. China and America is not on good terms too. And the fact that they can put China propaganda on TikTok. And make that shit like the top. You know what I'm saying? It's it's a lot of manipulating, deceptive shit going on at that. That's why I'm, I'm with Jerry's with that. Yeah, yeah, f- fair enough on that one. I mean, you even got cases like even here in Cleveland, there's been a spy from the Chinese government that just got arrested by the FBI. It was, it was in my neighborhood, like legitimately. What it was in my neighborhood. He was a professor, and he just got arrested like a month ago for being a spy for the Chinese government. It's amazing. We are in a we are in a weird you know situation with China. Um, however, I will say, hey, you as an individual, you always gonna have to make sure you're you're like whenever you you're signing those uh you know you're you're accepting those things, you're agreeing to that. So if you're willing to do that, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's a case there. But look, I'm just playing a devil's advocate. Uh, if Microsoft does buy it, though, apparently it would be upwards of they're gonna spend upwards of thirty to fifty billion dollars on it. That's amazing. Damn, that's crazy. But I, but I could see it. Yeah, I definitely could see it. Be making artists now like like nothing. So here's what here's one of my ideas that I have about it. TikTok just like Vine helps make new creators, right? So whenever you see a, a TikToker go mainstream, no matter what and what route that they go mainstream, right? But if they're able to go mainstream, that helps other creators from 
the platform originally, you know, uh, you know, they're, they're essentially expand. put on. Right, right. They, they, they expand. So what we're seeing a lot of now is a lot of TikTok stars going over to long, longer form uh, formats like YouTube and trying to see if they can create a base there. And I think if they're able to do that, I mean, we'll, we'll, we'll start to see a lot of stars come out of TikTok, regardless of if it's banned or not. But, I mean, it's crazy. I, it's crazy that TikTok was only here for essentially, I mean, what, a year and a half? I mean, wasn't it Musical.ly or something like that, too? But it's just, it's, it's so crazy. It's so crazy. I mean, you got to, the girl that, like, it's super weird. I'm going to, like, I'm going to, like, put an advisory on that, right? But the girl that has the most followers on TikTok has her own freaking drink at Starbucks. Like, that means that the platform has some, you know, I guess. all the kids are on it now, so. Yeah, I guess it has something to do with, like, it's definitely a part of American culture already, and it's pretty fast, and it comes from a Chinese, uh, it comes from a Chinese corporation. You guys want to talk about more of this China, USA? Yeah, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah, yeah, I, I want to, but I'm going to touch on a little bit on what you said. So I do I do think that TikTok is, is, is a great platform for you to, like, literally, like, kickstart your career, just like Vine. How we had like King um, King Botch, King King Botch, Jake Paul, like all like all of these people. Think about where they started from Vine, right? Drink. And exactly, and they and they went on to different platforms like YouTube, like Instagram. So TikTok is is basically mimicking the effects of Vine. So I do think it's a great strategy for for creators to kickstart their career off of, of, of a TikTok if it's the fastest way for you to build a fan base for sure because on YouTube you're competing like uh, way more you know same thing as Instagram right but I feel like if you can make something look nice especially off of a short video you know so many people are gonna want to you know follow you so I, I do definitely agree with that but go enough. sorry go ahead, go ahead. My bad, you didn't finish. I was gonna say, but as far as the uh, the um, political standpoint of it, though, I don't agree with it. That's why I think that if we get rid. Because I think about this, we had something like this before. We had Vine. So if we get rid of TikTok, somebody somebody else is already is just gonna make another uh, a creator's app. You see what I'm saying? So like with TikTok being gone, yes, a lot of people are gonna you know lose a lot of followers, whatever. But they're going to make another app similar to how Vine was and to now how TikTok was. So that's why I think China, you know, is, is, a, is a big, uh, you know, factor in, into TikTok being gone. So What I was going to say was, um, didn't Instagram already try to, like, copy it by making reels? Yes, they did. And they copied uh, Vine back in the day because uh, Instagram didn't have the the video clips. Like, they copied that from Vine. Mm. So, yeah, that's just what I want to say. No, no, I, I got you. I got you. So, I, I was going to speak to that point, though. Uh, a lot of times, they really do have that where it's like, uh, yeah, it might be a uh, like a popping thing for a certain period of time. But then other, you know, uh, social media, uh, like, incorporate that into their own, you know, uh, platform. And 
maybe it makes a change for the, for the good. Like maybe this helps Instagram. I don't know venture out even though they have instagram tv and whatnot so who knows there's always something there's always something developing bro is there's always people coming up with 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 new inventions new innovations because everybody wanted to be the next this guy i know somebody want to be the next you know what i mean so there's always people like that so i definitely think with tiktok being gone like yeah you know it's gonna sucks but at the same time it's like you know you only What's that shit Drake said? You know, I'm here for a good time, not a long time. So, um, yeah. You know. Yeah. Facts. Uh, so what What else would you like to say, Chris, about this whole, uh, the, you know, the murky areas of what's going on between the United States of America and the Republic of China? Are you going to switch topics now or are you still on the hip hop thing? Because I had another one that I wanted to get y'all oh. thoughts on too. I mean, word to word. I mean, well, we just talked about TikTok, so that's the reason why I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that. But yeah, 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 let me know what's what's going on. I just wanted to get y'all thoughts on the Travis Scott McDonald's thing. So that is part of TikTok as well. I mean, I, I, from for the most part, um, I think it's like really, really pretty cool. Uh, I don't really know about the whole like. Uh, I, I like the idea that this is the meal that Travis Scott actually ate when he worked at McDonald's before he was like a successful rapper. I like that whole idea. Uh, but in all honesty, it's a quarter pounder with bacon, right? So um, I wish they put a little bit more attention into the marketing part, even though the marketing for it, like, you know, on social media, I'm talking about like more of like the packaging and stuff like that. But for travelers, I think that's a huge win in all honesty. Yeah, yeah that's, I, definitely... I think that's big for him. My bad. Go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah, it's it's pretty big for him. I think he's gonna be like a one of the next like superstars in the in the game because like after Drake and Kendrick and Cole are all done, you might it's it's really hard to tell who can take that next step. But Travis is like he's like he got everybody. He got the kids. Like he got the general public right now. Like like there's people who went to McDonald's and were like, "What's the Travis Scott meal?" Like you know, and just now figuring it out. So. I think he's going to be big. Yeah, I definitely agree. I do think that um, with this, it's like a big stamp on his career, for real. And I feel like with this, it's going to transcend his, like, name. You know, I feel like he's going to be more of a a household name because of this, right? Because just like how you said, like, let's say a father's pulling up to a drive-thru and his kid said, I want the Travis Scott burger. He's like, who's that? Father looks it up or son plays it, the music. The wife hears it, whatever. He might like it. He might not like. He might like it, or he might not like it. But it's the fact that he knows who he is, right? So if you go somewhere, oh yeah, I, I heard of Travis Scott, right? It's, it's it's the name recognition, right? So it's a big stamp on his career for sure. But um, don't don't the only thing that I do not agree with is the um. It's how, you know, the burger itself. I do feel like he should put a little bit more pizzazz into the making of the burger instead of, like you said, it just being just a regular quarter pounder. I felt like it should have been like a real signature burger. You see what I'm saying? So um, as far as like marketing, I think, I think, I think, I mean, I think, I think they did pretty straight on the marketing, to be honest. You know, like you said, it has a story behind it. You see, like, like this was the burger he made while he was working there, you know, and, and the fact that he actually used to work there, 
right? It's the story behind it too that draws the the audience. So I that's I you know I really fuck with the story. That's perfect marketing. It's just I feel like they should have done a lot a lot more work when it comes to the actual burger. But like I said, you know, for, first with the Fortnite digital crowd and now with this, you know, Travis Scott is really taking giant steps as far as transcending you know, uh, you know, that, that mainstream stamp on, on his name for sure. So on to the sports world. Yes, sir. KJ, tell the people what you want to tell them, man. All right, man. So here's the deal. With everything that's gone on over the past couple of days, it is clear to say at this point that sports back in the world is very needed. And more importantly, with it being back in the world has brought a lot of excitement to longtime sports fans like myself and my fellow friends here that we know. Um, the games earlier today, the Clippers and the Nuggets, we gotta finally, we gotta have this conversation and it's been a long time coming. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. The Los Angeles Lakers, or a better team offensively and defensively than the Los Angeles Clippers. Why? Well, I'm going to be real with you. Look at the opponents that they are facing individually and look at their strategy against them. For the Lakers against the Houston Rockets, you already know who you're facing in James Harden. He's a true scorer. When he gets hot, it's hard to shut him down and to cool him off. It is difficult. It's probably the most difficult thing you'll ever have to do in your entire life as an athlete. But when he's cold, you can keep him there. Like, look at the Los Angeles Lakers defense against the Rockets. Anytime James Harden has had the ball in his hands, they've made sure that they double teamed him. They made him uncomfortable. They didn't let him get the basketball to whoever he wanted to. They made sure that James was locked up on an island by himself. And guess who was leading the charge? LeBron, LeBron James. James. <laughs> LeBron James. Okay. There have been plenty of instances in that series where you saw LeBron guarding James Harden one-on-one, getting in his face and making it uncomfortable for him. But people were trying to say, year 17, he couldn't play no defense no more. I was going to say something. Yeah, go on, Chris. You got say it. Some, I got to say something, bro. KJ, bro. Like, I will see, we expected the Clippers to to fuck up the Nuggets, right? I, I mean, I thought, I mean, I did. I knew it was going to be a close game, but at the same time, I, I knew that Clippers were still going to win at least at six or maybe five, but not take it to game seven. But at the same time, though, the Nuggets are not no scrubs, bro. I'm going to say that, bro. The Nuggets ain't no scrubs. They got some dogs in their team, bro. Right, and and the thing is with the Houston and Lakers, that was not a good setup to begin with, because the Rockets is a small ass team and the Lakers is a big ass team, right? So defensively, they're gonna have advantage. Offensively, uh, James Harden is known to be cold during the playoffs, bro. I'm gonna just say that you know during the regular season, James Harden he this this nigga is nice, but as far as the playoffs, he has. He has a, a history of, of not performing well during the playoffs. So so those are certain things you got to take into account for real. Now, I'll say this. 
if the Clippers do lose in Game Seven, then that you know I I don't want to hear no more conversation about Kawhi and Paul George no more. Honestly, right? But okay. I do. I, but they go ahead. No, 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 I was gonna say okay. I get the I get the conversation about Paul George, but I still think Kawhi deserves you know well you know Ka- Kawhi is still like a pretty course, good player, yeah, yeah. not a goat level, but definitely like that's see that's what I was trying no to longer put that's what I was trying to say they exactly series to the Denver Nuggets that talk has to be dead. At yeah, the, exactly. It's yeah, like exactly. Paul Pierce. Remember what Paul Pierce said about LeBron James in the opening round against the Portland Trailblazers when people was worried then that the Lakers couldn't beat them. And he said on national television, if LeBron lost that series, which he didn't, if he lost that series, <laughs> then uh, there was no more he, he, he said if they got swept, but that wouldn't have happened. And Paul Pierce just has beef with LeBron. Yeah, that's you're right. What you're right. He always talks crap. It is like the re- most ridiculous. He said he better than D Wade, man. Come Yo, on, now, bro. See, that's what really <laughs> you all more than any damn thing. Like, I know I don't talk about D Wade that much, but the real ones <laughs> know that I love D Wade as a basketball player and as a person in general, because D Wade just a good person in general. For that nigga to say he had a better career than Dwayne Wade, man, I wanted to punch Paul Pierce through the fucking television. On to one of your points though. Dwayne Wade like that. Don't disrespect Mr. Flash like that. On on to one of your points though, Chris, and that is exactly what I was gonna make up. Dude, the Lakers are just a huge team. And that showed against Portland. Number one, I think Portland just got too tired because Portland had been, like, in all these, like, high-pressure games nonstop, like, since, like, January, almost, like, since before COVID. Like, they had to keep winning games in order to just make it to the playoffs, and they just barely made it to the playoffs. So I feel like they were just kind of tired out. Houston was just way too small. There was no way that they were going to compete with those guys. AD's doing his job. And – Honestly, the Nuggets just have way more experience and have way more, like, teamwork than the, you know, than the Clippers. And I think the Clippers will, like, be a championship-level team. I low-key don't think it's this year, though. And it's just because they have so many young guys that haven't really proved themselves yet. It's too early. It's too early. And, yeah, they got Paul George. They got Kawhi. Paul George is usually quiet. Let's be honest. Um, Kawhi is a performer, but Kawhi isn't like a, I don't know. Kawhi is a dog, but like Kawhi is not a dog. If you know what I'm saying, like if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 uh, I don't know. I, I might disagree with you there, bro. Okay, and, and why is that? Just because the whole last year he was a dog last year in the playoffs with with the Raptors, like, like. Oh, without a doubt. I'm saying he can still make his tears and, like, especially defensively and, like, offensively. But I'm saying, like, I don't know. Uh, I guess I don't even give it to LeBron in some ways either. Like, I I mean, like, oh, like, we're going to try to rip the soul out of you type deal. Like, uh, yeah, 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 like a Kobe type thing. Yeah, yeah like a Kobe type deal. And I'm going to give it to Denver today, bro. When they first got their lead back, I, or they didn't get, they got the lead for the game, like the first, their first lead in the game. At the end, like in the fourth quarter, I could just see it in them. Their whole team was just ant. Like they was just like, oh, we about to give it to them now. And they was just throwing out stuff, bro. You got Michael Porter Jr., who like people did not think that he was going to play at all, coming out hooping like a star. This is essentially his rookie year. 
and he's out here balling out of control. Huh. I hope nice. Denver wins it, dude. I would like to see Denver in the Lakers matchup. That would that could go to six games. That that series will definitely go to six games because Jokic and Murray, when they get it going early in the game, they're kind of they're kind of tough to beat. I mean, Jokic is pretty much their best passer. Think about it. You have a center that's seven feet tall, and he's your best passer on your team. You mean to tell me you're not going yeah. to utilize that in some way during the game to affect your opponent? You crazy. And, yo, he was out there splashing that boy today. Yes, man. Hey, Cook. I'm like, okay, Yoke. Hey, that, that was crazy. And Murray's been on a tear this whole playoffs. Like, insane. Definitely be a good matchup, big man versus big man wise. And, and that's what I'm saying, too. So, if the Clippers do, let's say Clippers do win game seven, the only reason why I have the Lakers beating them out of the Western Conference is basically just on size. I mean, you got, like, so many dominant guys. I know JaVale hasn't been playing well, but JaVale's still pretty good, right? You got Dwight Howard, who is pretty good. And then, like, they got – the Lakers are getting, like, new, like, role players no, out they of stacked, nowhere. Bro. They stacked for real. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They stacked for real, bro. Yeah, piggybacking, have, my bad. Uh, piggybacking off that, what you said, the Lakers size, like I picked the Lakers to win this year from the beginning because I just thought with AD, LeBron, JaVale, Dwight, like it's just the front court is just too big. Like like their their interior defense is like the best thing ever. And they could switch like, like with the Houston series, like they went small. Like they barely played JaVale, Dwight. Like they could switch their defense on you. Like they didn't guard Westbrook at all like because he can't really shoot and uh with Harden they just double teamed him and uh with Portland I thought Portland don't really play defense like that and if you get Dame tired and kind of trap him a little bit and it only works if CJ is kind of hitting shots and then if they play I'd rather see them play the Clippers because I like that matchup with you know Kawhi and Paul George versus LeBron AD Cause like, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of even to me. Like, if if the Lakers play the Nuggets, it might. I don't know. I might like. It's kind. You know, the Lakers gonna win. Like, just cause I like the Nuggets, but they need one more piece. I feel like to get that next step. You don't think MPJ is their next piece? Oh, you know he he's nice. He he's nice, but like, but like, he's not like the focal point just yet. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. That's facts. So what's so up with the East, man? Let's go with yeah, the East. I want to talk about that a lot. First of all, Giannis. That man <laughs> is no longer in the company. We need to have a talk with that man. That man, <laughs> this guy is no longer in the MVP conversation for me, period. That, like, that's dead. Because no. an MVP that will play at uh, – No, nah, come on. MVP is on the regular season, bro. Yeah, MVP regular season. But it's also got to translate to the postseason as well, too, because the award is given during the postseason. So you got to think about that, too. If, you, if you're going to get the award of MVP, you need to perform like it. Not but just that's finals MVP, though. True, true. And, 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 and also, I'll tell you this, KJ. You remember when uh, Golden State in 2007, they upset it, uh, the number one seed when they were the eighth seed? And they, uh, <laughs> Dirk won. Uh, Dirk won the MVP that year, and after he got eliminated by 
uh, Golden State, he had to give an MVP acceptance speech. So, I mean, it hasn't been – I mean, it's been done before, so. True. <laughs> and, to be, and to be honest, a lot of people uh, kind of sleep on the Heat. I thought the Heat were better, to be honest. I thought that, like, yeah. Like, like, Ooh, like, Giannis, like Giannis was the best player on the court, any team. But after that, like, I feel like the Heat had the better players, like Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, uh, Goran Dragic showed out, Tyler Hero showed out. The Bucks, the Bucks role players didn't show out besides like Lopez. But that's the thing, like I what feel he like, doing, like oh shoot threes. Go ahead. I was gonna say originally the Bucks, I felt like they did actually have a pretty complete team in the beginning of the year, and then I think that they just didn't take quarantine as serious as some of the other teams. And honestly, as soon as they got in the bubble, they looked different. Yeah, they there was something that was up. So, uh, I. I mean, and then this dude ended up unfollowing all of his teammates. Um, I low-key can only blame Giannis for what happened, in honesty. Because, I mean, look, I, I'm on TikTok, and I saw this dude on TikTok nonstop, right? And I know what, like, LeBron was doing during quarantine, right? LeBron was out there, like, you know, training and stuff. But I'm not coming at his work ethic or anything, but I think quarantine kind of, you know, got the best of the Bucks, especially the role players, dude. But, but I don't know if I can totally put the blame on Giannis because uh, nobody, when he got drafted, nobody expected him to be this. Like, he was a project coming in. Like, you can't really compare him to, like, a LeBron because when LeBron came into the league, he was, you know, he was balling on everybody. When Giannis came into the league, he was the skinny kid from Greece who nobody knew would turn out to be anything. Yeah, I'll so tell you this. The I'll fact that he's at this right now is, like, is, is like crazy in itself. You know, I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. This one year, uh, the first year LeBron came back to the Cavaliers, I went to a game, and uh, this was during the time that LeBron decided that, oh, he wasn't going to play for a period of time. I, and it wasn't, like, because he was, like, injured. He just didn't want to play, right? And we played Milwaukee. Giannis put up. This one of his, like, first huge performances, but I got to see it in person. It was crazy. And he was still, like, really skinny. He wasn't as muscular as he is now. He put up like 36 and 12, and it was amazing. So, yeah, this dude is a, just a freak of nature. That's, I mean, that's the whole, like, that's his whole name, right? But the reason why I give it to him is because, dude, you're supposed to be the star player, and you know what the responsibility of that, of, of being a star player comes with. So if you aren't coming correct after quarantine, uh, some of the blame is on you. And even though his team didn't, like, support him the best, they did set him up for success for the majority of that season. I just think I just think that he's not really a, a, a leader quite yet. You know what I mean? I don't I don't see that uh, leader quality in him uh, as, as as much as I do with um, uh, Damian Leonard. You know what I mean? Like even though they did lose pretty bad to the Lakers, the fact that he was performing well, you know, made me respect him a lot more. Same thing as Chris Paul too. You know, I knew that they were going to go anywhere, you know. Chris you Paul know, should be an MVP consideration, to be honest. Exactly, bro. And and the fact that they actually show leadership the type qualities, I don't really see that with uh, Giannis that much, you know. And if you don't really see that with the actual, like, best player, how is that going to translate to the role players? You see what I'm saying? And, like, you know, with, with Chris Paul, like, he gave him, like, like a breath of, of life. 
You know what I mean? Even though they 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 went out, but they went out fighting for real. The Bucks, I don't know. I feel like they gave up after like 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 the first two games. You know what I mean? And I just I, I mean I I mean don't get me wrong though. Giannis he, he came a long way for sure. I still I still give him props for real, but he has to really show that he's what we think he is for real. He's got to get a reliable shot too. He has to exactly a consistent jumper because no one is scared to let him shoot at all. Like I've seen people leave this man wide open and he would just shoot and brick so many shots. So until he develops that, then he's not going to be the player that he should be at this very point. But um, now that like we've addressed that part, the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics. Those two teams have really have really brought a lot of excitement to the playoffs in the bubble this season. They have brought a lot of excitement. Like, first of all, the way Miami defended Giannis, it was literally the same blueprint that the Toronto Raptors had against him last season. They walled him off. They forced him okay. to consistent jumper. And hey, what's he, up? he couldn't do none of that, period. He couldn't do hey, it. He hey, was KJ. Hey, KJ, look, it's, it's Adrian. So sorry. Oh, yeah. Let me show your face to the camera. What y'all doing, bro? What's up, Adrian? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, boy? It's, how you doing, bro? Oh, shit. I'm <laughs> going to take his AirPods out. <laughs> but no, what were you yo, saying, yo. Yo, I'm just I'm just talking about the fact that both these teams not only surprised everybody with the way they play, but now they're both playing each other for a trip to the NBA Finals. You got to think about this from a different perspective, too. The last time the Miami Heat and the Boston Celtics played in the Eastern Conference Finals, that was about maybe seven, six years ago when you had star power on both teams. Both teams were loaded with star power. Miami Heat, they had Braun, D-Wade, and Chris Bosh. Then the Celtics, they had, uh, they had Garnett, Paul Pierce, Rondo, a bunch, of, a bunch of other supporting cast role players as well. That series went to seven games, and Miami came out on top. Imagine what could happen in this series. On one side, you got Jimmy Butler, a.k.a. Jimmy Buckets, who can drop 30, maybe even 40 a night if he needs to. But he's also surrounded by... <laughs> Yeah, as well that can drop about 20 a game and still defend the way they need to on the defensive side. But don't sleep on the Boston Celtics. Do not sleep on those boys because they have been in the Eastern Conference Finals two out of the last three years. And they and they earned their way there. They earned their way there. No one didn't give them shit. They earned their way there. So I will expect to be there again with a shot to go to the NBA Finals. That is I will say I will say that the that, that the Raptors and Celtics did have the best series in my opinion. Right? Oh, yeah. Cuz they because they would go to OT, they would go to like it would it, like double OT. I, like double OT like like these these two teams were like literally equally matched and like it all came down to like who wanted it more. And I felt like Jalen Brown, Kemba and and Jason Tatum wanted it more, you know. Don't get me wrong, though. Uh, uh, Kyle, Kyle Lowry, you know, dog. Um, 
what's his name? The uh, center. Um, you talking about Marcus Saul? Marcus Saul, Ibaka, Ibaka, Serge Ibaka, yeah. And um, Pascal Siakam. Pascal Siakam. I really like Siakam too as well. He didn't have a good series. He didn't show up. Yeah, yeah. And, and and a lot of people are making fun of him. They're saying, look, all this dude's freaking offensive moves are is just spinning. And then, yeah, like, just spinning. And I'm like, yo, low-key. So what what does that have to say for, like, Siakam? Do you think Siakam was just a one-hit wonder? And I think he just really took a step back this year, and he regressed with the way Kind he- of like a, a, a Roy Herbert situation. Like, I think they, I think they expected more out of him, but he didn't have to do much because of Kawhi. Exactly. That's what I thought. I thought Kawhi maybe complimented him a little better, so like he could like hit the areas that Kawhi wasn't like that you know good at, so that like you know he was. That's how he was able to score like thirty a night. I don't think that that is actually like obtainable for him long term. In all honesty. So what's the playoffs then uh, prediction as far as the East? Well, with the way I see it and the way both teams have been playing, I think Miami could take Boston out in six or seven games, maybe seven. It may take seven for them them to take them out. But I feel like Miami has proven to me enough at this point that they are capable of going to the NBA Finals and giving either – Whoever comes out of the West, which I think it'll be the Lakers, but if I'm wrong, you know, whoever comes out the West, they they will be strong enough to give them a run for their money and maybe potentially beat them. Oh, that's a bold statement. I like that. I like that. I like that statement. Just because of who they have, I'm not going to count them out. They'll take either the Clips or the Lakers to a six-game series in the NBA Finals. They are capable of that. Anyone that says different is crazy. So what I'm going to say is I really do think it depends on uh, the demeanor of Jimmy Butler, right? So if Jimmy Butler is on that, like, yo, like, I'm going at it like a bulldog and, like, is actually efficient in his gameplay, I've got Miami. However, if Tatum and Brown are like, look, hey, we've made it. We've made it here before. We are not taking this for it. We're not taking this to advantage. Like, we're, we're, we're not going to, like, take this one for granted. Like, we're about to go off. I got the Celtics. I feel like the Celtics are hungry. They've been waiting to be, like, they've been waiting to represent the East for years. And I think their time might be coming. But it's really up to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Don't forget the guy Hayward coming back. Oh, they got Gordon Hayward coming back, too. So, hey, them boys have been waiting, and I think it might be their time. It might it might just be their time. It could be. It could be. But to say that this series ends in less than six games, like, I don't see that happening. I don't, I, I don't see that happening. There's I agree. Miami has such a – On both sides. Yeah, Miami has such a complete team. And I, that's why I loved when they got Eagle Dow, like – they they ended up getting more vet presence, and then you got Adebayo, you got Tyler Hero, the uh, the white black boy, and hey, that boy was hoping. And the presence that Boston has on the defensive side, when they need to get gritty, when they need to get physical, they have that in Marcus Smart. Marcus, Marcus Smart. Smart is the heart and soul of that defense, but. 
Miami has a counterattack today. Just like how Boston has that in Marcus Smart, Miami has that in Jay Crowder, who is not only very lengthy, but at the same time, a pretty good shooter and can defend well. He was one of the people that was tasked with guarding Giannis, and he did a very good damn job at that, too. And Jay Crowder knows the system. because He guarded him very well that entire series. Yeah. Jay Crowder knows the system because he was once – he was once a Celtic, so he knows that system. So I feel like this is going to be a really good – and I think that might be a key matchup, dude, Jay Crowder. I, I really can't call this series, to be honest. They're both really equal. I, I feel like if Kemba shows out this series, then the Celtics are going to look – they're going to look scary. They got Hayward coming back too. Uh, I like the Heat. The Heat are some dogs and people sleep on them, but – it, it, they're very equal. Like it just depends on the defensive matchup, because both team both teams got good scores. Facts. Yeah, I agree with that. So then, finals predictions. Who you guys have? Uh, I have the Heat. I have the Heat beating the Lakers in seven. Oh man, he's bold. Yeah, that was pretty bold. I got. I got. I think. <laughs> I think, yo, look, it's 2020. I think uh, this is in remembrance of Kobe. I think the NBA is rigged right now. I think it's going to be Lakers. Versus oh, God, Celtics. bro. I swear to God, bro. I swear yeah, to we God, might get bro. Lakers-Celtics finals. Yeah, I think, be, I think we might get Lakers-Celtics finals, and I think Lakers win in five. That's my prediction. I'd be feeling like the NBA be fucking rigged, bro. I ain't going to cap, bro. Like, I don't know. But wherever this nigga Bron go, they be winning. I don't know. <laughs> is that good or is, or is the NBA real? I've seen a couple YouTube you know videos. That, you know. Nah, nah, nah. The Lakers are just the best team this year. The, those yeah, Cavs team, those Cavs teams that he brought to the finals that had nobody. I agree with you there. They they may not have shouldn't have got to the finals, but this Lakers team is his best team. Yes, yeah. yeah, this is his best team ever. But hey, do not uh, discredit the 2016 and the 2017 Cavs. They're really underrated. Oh, yeah, yeah. They really are. Um, Me, personally, the finals this year, I mean, I agree with it being rigged, but at the same time, I'm also also open for change as well. I'm also, you know, open for matchups that no one really expected to see. So I'm expecting to see the Lakers and the Miami Heat matchup. And I expect the Los Angeles Lakers to take them out in six games. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's a good prediction. I, 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 like I said, I can't really tell. I know it's, I think it's going to be Lakers versus – I can't really pick out of the Heat and Celtics. So but that I, I got Lakers winning. So, overall question, do you think there's an asterisk to whoever wins this championship? No. 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 All the same rule applies, man. All the same yep. rules apply. This is sports. Bubble or no bubble. Who wants it more and who wants to be the man on top of the mountain? Whoever whoever wants it more is going to do what they have to do at this point. The question is, who are we going to see do it? That's facts. That's yeah. facts. The NBA made it so perfect to where you can't really call it asterisk because the bubble was like a genius idea because – it's about the team that just beat everybody. You like no home court, like everything neutral. It just comes to who gonna be the best. The team. Best team. 
Yeah, exactly. And you know, this is the first no time, crowd. The first time in a few years where the one and the two seed wasn't in the Eastern Conference Finals, or like at least one of them weren't in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like the one and the two seed has already been eliminated, which is insane. That's it's crazy. Been a while since this has happened. Dude, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Um, well, any 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 comments on football? Any any comments on the new football season starting? Well, I mean, I actually enjoyed the, the fact that the NFL is back. You know, um, having sports coming back, especially during a time like this where football really wasn't certain at one point. It's good that it is back because it because it provides like a distraction for people through the pandemic, the pandemic that we're still going through at the moment, sadly. But seeing but seeing the NFL back, it brings people a lot of joy, a lot of hope, and it raises their spirits up. I mean, even though I wasn't able to see all the games today because I was at work, knowing that it was back and having to check my phone every couple of minutes for fantasy football, it, like, you know, brightened my mood up. So I think it did that for a lot of people in the world today, too. I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah, it was, a, it was a good sense of familiarity. Like, like we're kind of back to normal, even though we're not so much. But it brought a little bit back familiar. Thanks. 100. Right. Hey, man, pray for my Cleveland Browns. They started out the they started out the year with the <laughs> with, yeah, the, with the horrible L. I had Lamar Jackson on my team, so <laughs> so, so hey, free OBJ, man, free OBJ. Hey, no, OOBJ play like crap today. Do not give him any handouts, man. Uh, Make it do uh, it. Make it do it. Hey. Speaking of OBJ. Oh. <laughs> hey, y'all really want to talk about that? Hey, let's talk about it. <laughs> oh, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> hey, look. Oh. All I'm going to say to that, because, look, I, I got a job and stuff, so what I'm going to say is, look, you do your own thing. That's all I got to say. Hey, whatever you do, you do, man. Look, I, I'm not here to judge you, man. But if, if that's your thing, I mean, go do your own thing. You know what I'm saying, Odell? Hell no. <laughs> what? You, man... LBJ is he's rich as fuck. Like, like, listen. I, I guess I don't know if if it's him, like something he did in the past, or him when he's still with his girl. I don't know. But that though, bro, a man should not enjoy getting shitted on. Yeah, that's just disgusting. What kind of what kind of weird fetish he got going on? But y'all like, believer. No, oh. fuck no, hell no. Okay. I'm not gonna cap. anything for clout, man. Shout out to Offset. I am not gonna cap, bro. I believe her, bro. I'm not even gonna cap with you, bro. I believe that. Nah, I don't no, know. If I, 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 I believe that, man. Like, hey, you look. Think I think it's like a light skin thing. I, yeah, look, I I ain't coming out with them, but like, look, man. I you know that they be hitting up these, they be hitting up hella girls, bro. And that girl, I don't know, wasn't she like Chief Keys' baby mama or something like that? Yeah. Look, like, dude, I believe he likes that. That's all I'm about to say. I believe that that dude likes that. And I think he he low, he low key almost admitted it to on uh, Instagram though. Low key, I did I did see that, but I don't know if I, I don't know if he was trying to be sarcastic, play with it, or 
He was just trying to make fun of it. I don't know, but <sighs> make it weird. <laughs> I don't know how else to like imagine like fresh shit just laying on your back. That shit warm and everything. Like okay, I I don't think that. How does that make you hard? <laughs> you you want to know what the actual the most concerning of that is though? In honesty, it has to be the don't shower for twenty four hours. Why would you want that? No. Wait, what do you mean? He asked her, he said, don't shower for 24 hours before you meet me. Meet me up. <laughs> Whoa, what? I did not know. Oh, bro, oh my God. Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. Somebody got to check up on, on, on him, bro. Hey, that means he likes that musk smell. I mean, hey, what does that mean? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Let's talk about this Netflix pedophilia shit, though. What's going on with that, X? Hey, man. Yeah, I heard about that. This show, or this movie, Cuties, came out from France, right? It's supposed to be about hypersexualization of children and stuff like that. However, they a lot of the clips show these, these girls in clad clothing, twerking, freaking offering themselves to older <laughs> men. It, it's disgusting, and it... It's supposed to have some artistic meaning to it, but in all honesty, uh, it, it's a it's a blurry line, and I, and I would not recommend people watch it. In all honesty, I I would call it soft CP if you understand what I'm saying. Well, yeah, there there's no there's no like artistic type of thing about that. It's just I think it's completely sick, and I, you know it's just like you know. What are you, what are you, um, you know, trying to show to, to like people who watch Netflix? Cause like, and I think, think about how wide the audience range is for Netflix. You, you can have a little kid watching that, or you can have an old ass woman watching it. It doesn't matter the old the an old ass man, right? So, and and it's gonna the uh, subconscious mind always takes takes in whatever information it is right so it's gonna make him think like oh this is normal right because but i just saw like a recent video of, of some kind of guy running into a restaurant trying to kidnap a girl in broad daylight right yeah. so you know there's certain things that you know this shit is it's just not right and i hope you know those pedophilia people that we have in power get um you know exposed for real because that shit ain't right pause right okay so my thought was um what was y'all's thoughts on the woodward tapes that came out this weekend uh so you're talking about the the interviews with trump president trump right yeah uh so so my understanding of it is there's only so much that a federal government can do uh, during a pandemic. And once, once it was shown that, you know, that this pandemic was going to be a threat, President Trump actually did do certain, some of the certain things that were necessary to minimize the threat of COVID-19, i.e. closing the borders uh, with China, i.e. having the mask mandate. But then there was so much different information that got like you know giled up that it makes it seem as if like he's undermining the sickness when i think 
there's only so much uh, federal government can do, in all honesty. I think the states had to be ready. And I think a lot of times you see the states that actually were prepared to act on, you know, COVID fast enough are doing all right now. You know what I'm saying? But some of the states that didn't act fast enough are paying with that and they are paying with that through their economy or, you know, a lot of people are just leaving the state. And I, I think the best examples have to be California and New York. Yeah, so go ahead. But um, he was, uh, Trump was just like, he uh, was on the tape, he was just pretty much saying that he didn't want to panic the people about the the severity of it. And uh, so that's why he said he didn't, he tried to downplay it in the tapes, he said. But I think that yes. that's one of the main things that you should do during a pandemic in general, because that was one of the first things that we actually talked about is like making sure that you don't panic too much. Because if you panic too much, what is it going to lead to? It's going to lead to that, all that crap that we saw, like when people were running out of toilet paper, right? Like you, it leads to that certain thing. So. Yeah. See, see, so, okay. So, so this is my whole thing, right? But, but, sorry, hold up. But I, I don't think, uh, like, I don't think he should have like panicked, but like he, he's also kind of a hypocrite in what he wants people to panic about. But also I think that this has been such a political subject that that is on all ends. So for what he did on on the government's on, looking on his actions just alone during the COVID-19 response, it's been solid. Like other than, I guess, giving the ventilators to China, but then having the ventilators be made from American, you know, having the, uh, having the, more ventilators being made for American, from American companies like Tesla, and you know certain other companies. I I really can't think of the other ones. We were able to to meet that response and meet that request. And one of the main things too is when you find out what's really happening on the medical side. A lot of a lot of uh, there's a lot of subsidies going down for uh, actual hospitals if they come down with positive testing. So they might just test, you know what I'm saying? They might just test someone and be like, oh, yeah, you have COVID-19, just so that they can run up a check. Yeah, I know a lot of that's going around, too. You see, this is my whole thing. I think that, in general, the virus isn't as bad as we thought it was. Of course, when it first came out, nobody knew about it, right? I, I, I was even scared about it, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, this was something new that I've ever experienced in my lifetime, right? So I do think that... Um, as far as like like the beginning and on how he handled it, I mean, he did say. I mean, I'm going off of what he said, right? I'm not going off of what I believe, but he did say that he wanted to lock down the uh, country way before, and he was the first one to say it within his his team or his group or whatever. And everyone was like, "No, don't lock it down." Oh, oh, I I, th I think what it was 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 with China. He wanted to cut transportation with China first and and they wasn't going with that they were saying no don't do it they're gonna call you a racist they're gonna say this and then he went on went, went on and did it so I mean there's certain things that I think he did right um another thing too as far as like downplaying it 
Um, I, I think it wasn't even as bad as, you know, to begin with, even though a lot of people died, but they skewed the numbers, you know, like you said, the testing, they, you know, it's like you, like you get tested, it's like flipping a coin, right? If, if especially if you're sick with the flu, they gonna label you as COVID-19, right? And they always amplify the cases, but not so much the death. That's why I think that, you know, it's, it's blown out of proportion to begin with. So the fact that he downplayed it, to me, it was just like, eh, you know, I would have too if I, if I knew if it wasn't that bad, right? And plus, too, he is running for president. So I'm looking at it as, you know, him trying to run for president, right? If I was running for president, I would want to make, make things, um, you know, as calm, collective as possible, right? I would not alarm the public at, at all, right? You know, even that, that, that does sound selfish, but a lot of politicians have that kind of mindset, right? So I'm not defending Trump on that either. But what I am saying, though, I do think that the virus wasn't as bad to begin with. So the fact that he said that is like, you know, whatever. It's, it's whatever to me. I think what, what we've seen a lot of, though, it, it, especially I think in like some of the some of the charts in comparison to some of the cities in Europe, right, is that Europe was as just as bad as we were, right? And they're starting to open up a little bit more. But one of the main things uh, that I think I talked about just earlier on was in terms of in America, there's only a certain amount of things that the federal government can do because, I mean, that's one of the main like checks and balances, right? Is like federal government and state government. The federal government can only do but so much, but so much. And it's really up to the states to really decide on how they want to deal with testing or what they want to deal with, you know, how they, how they want to deal with a whole. Yeah. So, yeah. So the thing with that was that Trump, he actually said, I'm going to let the states handle this instead of, from a federal standpoint, because he could have done that. He could have said, I could have locked down the whole entire country from executive order and make everybody wear a mask, whatever they go by executive order, which I think Joe Biden would have done. Hillary Clinton would have done like everybody would have like shut down through the, like the actual like government, government level. But let me be Trump. Wait, wait, wait. But, but, but with Trump, he let the states decide what what the, uh, on how they wanted to deal with it go ahead but but let me be clear i, I didn't say anything about how trump is handling I, I i i wasn't saying that like my uh thing was uh just him saying in the tape saying that uh it was pretty dangerous in the tapes but yeah. that he that uh i'm just gonna downplay it a little bit because which i which i get but you can't be like, I'm going to downplay it when your whole campaign is kind of run on being a fear monger. Well, here's what I'm saying. On, I, don't on that. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about fear mongering. Yeah, I, I disagree on that. And I'm not talking why... about the coronavirus. So I'm just talking about everything. You say his campaign in general. How, how is his campaign in general fear mongering? If anything, it's the yeah. opposite side being, being, being fear mongering. Trump has pretty much said the past two months that Joe Biden is going to let prisoners run out on the streets. And because he literally brother. is, bro. He literally is. That's that's not true. No, okay. okay well, well, let me let me let me give you an example. Um, in California, they make the, Joe Biden out to be this liberal, or like Joe Biden is pretty much a light Republican. Like, 
Oh no, like, Joe Biden is a hundred percent like really look if you really look into his policies and everything, like they they make everything they make Joe Biden out to be like this. Yeah, liberal, that's liberal that's life. his history. That's his history though. Right now, his agenda is different because the Democrats agenda wants him but Joe Biden does not call his, shots, his agenda bro. is different than than say a Bernie Sanders or a AOC. If anything is worse right right now. The shit that he's gonna have doing is even worse right now. And I was uh, I was coming to a point of uh, talking about California, and one of the main reasons during COVID and a lot a lot of criminals have come out of out of like prison due to COVID nineteen, and a lot of crap. Uh, you know, I don't want to curse too much, you know, on here, but a lot of crap has been going down in, in California that has caused people to move just because of in democratic states in general in democratic states in general you see what's going on in uh portland and in and, and oregon and new york city like the crime rates has risen the unemployment rate going up it, it seems like all bad shit has been going in only democratic states and like i'm not a republican and i'm not a democrat but i see shit for what literally what it is i try to be as middle as possible and like I mean, right. me I mean, and, and the fact that people are leaving California to go to Texas says something to me at least. I mean, but people have been getting out for COVID in red states like Florida. I mean, that's not a blue state thing, but uh, but but well, uh, well, Florida I, 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 is 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 a, it can be well Florida is a purple state. It could be either or. And and I think I think more with the when he's talking about the blue states of people like leaving, they're not really leaving on a covid right type deal which some people are leaving states due to like yeah, it's not because of covid it's because of the economy and it's because of of what is of certain policies that are in check like in la like you got that whole like i don't know if you know about that story the whole tiktok house you know these kids are partying whatever and they cut their whole gas you know they cut their whole like water like these are certain liberties that okay yeah like if you're willing to take that risk and get COVID, then guess what? That you should almost live with so the the, the response or the the consequences that the actions that you make. If, if that makes so sense. so the argument is is that um, they well Republicans conservatives they feel like they're getting their rights taken away because of certain policies that has been in place due to the coronavirus, which I one hundred percent agree with. Right? You know the government does it all the time. They create a problem. And they come out with a solution for it. And that solution evidently chips away at our freedom, right? And I feel like if this continues in the in the future, it's going to be way worse, right? If some, I, remember, I forgot who said it, but someone said, if you want to see America tomorrow, look at China today, right? And look at Australia. Oh, my God. Like, Australia, like, like I know Shar, you know, from Australia. I don't know if she has family, people over there. But they're, 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 they're so strict. Like, you can't even go outside at a certain time, right? Like I heard this one case, this, this woman was walking her dog, she posted on Facebook, and a police came to her house questioning her, saying, why did you come out at this time, da 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 Because of COVID-19. Now I will say this, if the virus was serious as they say it is, then I would be all for it. But the coronavirus is not as serious as people think it is. Because if it is, I would not be, I shouldn't be in school. If it is, Certain shit should should not be going on, but that six feet apart bullshit, the wearing a mask thing doesn't work. 
in my opinion, right? And and like I mean, money's gonna conquer all, regardless. That's facts. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. But like in general, though, I do think that you know the coronavirus is is not even as bad. Like the CDC recently came out saying only nine thousand people died from from the actual virus and died from from other complications, right? That is that the coronavirus like contributed. They just put it like ah like ah, I don't know. That's like getting the that's like being that's like having uh cancer and then catching the flu and then you dying, right? So you know and the fact that you technically that, still would die because of the flu though. Yes, yeah, I do, I do agree with that. But it's like, well, how many you know we're not shutting down the economy for it though. We're not destroying our our dollar bill, right? Every day the dollar bill is getting smaller and smaller and smaller, which I predict the economic collapse like in a year or two. But that's what I'm saying though. Like, no, but like, you have to realize most of America is obese. Like we're probably the most of we're not probably we are the most obese. Yeah. So I just so read like, the other I, day like fifty percent of Americans deal with some sort of heart condition. Yeah, so I mean, survival of the fittest. You know, I, I hate to say it, right? But but their whole agenda is to depopulate the the population. So I mean, if that happens, you know, less people, then it's like, well, you know, what you gonna do? You know what I mean? Uh, survival of the fittest, I guess. But I by not to take away, you know, their lives because everybody's life is equal, right? You know, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, I, I know, I, and I think that it's just like it's so crazy. So. I know you were asking about like the the tape. The reason why I was mentioning that response is because like I feel like yeah, you might say one thing on the tape, but his actions as president in response to that, I, I there's only so much that he he could have done on that end. So that's the only reason why I mentioned his response to COVID is just because yeah, if he said one thing, if he said he's gonna downplay it or whatnot in in an interview either if it's on the record, off the record, who who gives a you-know-what, right? But it, I'm looking at it more on actions. And, I mean, we looked at some of the actions uh, earlier on in the year when uh, Nancy Pelosi actually called Trump a racist for banning uh, flights to China and encouraged people to go around Chinatown and, oh, don't wear a mask because that looks racist. And then as soon as, you know <laughs> – you get reports that, oh, you should be wearing masks. Oh, like, you know, shit changes. So, I don't know. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, I don't even know what to call it. It's a lot of BS, I guess. No, I mean, I I, I don't uh, question his response. I mean, I did at first, but I realized, I mean, this is a really unprecedented, I mean, any president would kind of have trouble with how to deal with it because we've never seen anything like this. But all I was just saying was like, you know, the, just the fear mongering stuff, but yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, and I, I understand what you're also saying about Trump's fear mongering um, uh, as part of his campaign. I do think that, uh, I mean, if we look at like Antifa, like what's going on there, what's going on in Portland, what's going on in Seattle. I think the best, like, I think the best example that we have right now of, of where America could head if if Antifa keeps on, I guess, going about their mission and about their plan is 
that little neighborhood in Seattle where there was legit carnage for like weeks because they made their own like they made their own like city and they were policing and they were just beating up people left and right with no real direction. And I went to a Black Lives Matter protest in Cleveland in May. And what I saw were individuals from Antifa who had no who didn't care about Black Lives Matter, the actual statement, just go there to wreak havoc just because it was an opportunity to wreak havoc. So on, on that end, that that's not actually fear-mongering when he talks about that. However, when he does fear-monger, he does fear-monger the ideology of certain positions. Like, oh, like, oh, this is too left. Like, it is going to turn into this. It's going to turn into that. But I do understand it on that end as well, too, because we look at certain socialist countries just like uh, Cuba, right? For example, uh, a lot of their people are not like living the best quality of life. It, well, some people might be living the best quality, but no, nah, bro, they not. Yeah, right, right. Cuba's, yeah, yeah. Not, not a lot of people are. So I think that's, a, I think that's another thing as well. And I, I think that us as Americans, we should accept some socialist ideas. And I don't know where you guys feel on that. In America I mean, would never be a, a a country like Cuba. I mean that that would yeah, never yeah. happen. Right, right. But I'm saying if you if if you actually look at some certain areas, like I just watched uh, a clip on Turning Point USA. I'll send you a link after uh, we're done. Uh, it's actually in Nancy Pelosi's district in San Francisco that looks the craziest. It actually does look like a country in right Cuba. Or it looks like a city in Cuba, and that's no cap. I mean, you got a homeless population in California that is outstanding. I heard it could be its own nation. It could be its own state if it really wanted to be. I heard it's around like 70,000 people are homeless in California. And looking in this, just in San Francisco alone, right? Like in, in an area where the speaker of the house is supposed to be representing this area, right? It looked like, um, I, I, you gotta see this video. It looks, and yes, it does have bias and you must understand when, you know, people, make videos and have biases and stuff towards that, right? Like the video I, I sent to you guys earlier, obviously has bias, right? Uh, but it, it, it shows, it, it puts a new light on, on what what happens when, I guess, politicians get too greedy and they just kind of like just talk to please the crowd, right? Yeah, and to be honest, like in general, um, politics will, be, will always be politics and Every politician wants to appeal to whatever audience they're trying to target, whether it be Democrats to the, well, as of right now, everybody wants to have the black vote. Everybody wants to have the black vote because last black time Republicans, bro, Republicans too. Every time I go on Fox, there's always uh, in, like uh, interviewing some kind of former black military guy or black cop or whatever, you know. So. Everybody wants to have the black vote right now because 2016, the black vote was was the was the um, was the least amount of turnout during that election, right? Like, like not that many people, black people, voted this year. I feel like a lot of black people are going to vote, so that's why everybody wants to have the uh, black vote. Which is why Joe Biden got Kamala Harris as his fucking vice president, because you know it's it's like we're like. 
it's like no brainer, right? And it's just like when I see this, like when like when I see this man do like you know just doing what what he do, it's like I'm not surprised with anything. That's why during like during the debates is when we finna really see who's but like. Do, because do you, look, do you really think we're gonna have debates though? I I one hundred percent. They already uh, agreed on three of them. Okay. So, word. so and, and 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 this is the thing, right? Um, you know, one one can talk shit on one side, you know, and same thing on the other side. It's like, you know, Joe Biden talking about Trump, Trump talking about Joe Biden. But when they, but when they debate face to face, that's when you're gonna know, for sure, you know, who's really about what they say and who can really defend on what they stand on, right? Because they're gonna question the hell out of each other. They're gonna go at each other like, 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 like this, right? And, and and that's and that's how Donald Trump won in 2016 too as well because before the debates he was hella low on the polls, right? He was hella low. But once he started, once he started debating each Republican, boy, he, his his ratings literally skyrocketed. And so then, it's gonna be interesting to to see how this is. I also heard that that's probably one of his main main reasons of trying to get the debate though. But he thinks that that like. So many people are voting, you know, through mail. They, a lot of people have already made a decision on who they're going to vote for, for the most part. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that there are any, any heads that are actually on, on right. I don't think that there's a lot of heads. That well, are well, on there the might things. be, there might be some people on, on, still on the edge. You know, there's some like, like there's still some people that well, you know, I like Joe Biden, but I was, I still want to hear what Trump has has to say. Or yeah, I like Trump. I still want to hear what Joe Biden. You know, and and like, judging however the debate goes, and somebody actually like watches it thoroughly, somebody like, wow, you know what? I actually like Joe Biden. Or like, you know what? Trump, you know, Trump held, you know, held his own in debates. You know, I, you know, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like like with like the uh, news and and the media and and everything, they always try to manipulate the narrative towards you know, the the most likely candidate, right? So, like, Fox News always trying to make Trump look nice. Uh, CNN always trying to make Joe Biden look nice. So, you know, and, and it's always biased 100% when it comes to mainstream. So that's why I think that when they actually have the debate debate, it's kind of hard to uh, flip the script when it's literally right there in your face and you can see what they say and you can see how he responded. Yeah, and, and honestly, I also really hope that Joe Biden's able to finish, you know, a complete sentence. I am not kidding on that. Like, I'm being dead <laughs> ass. Like, I really, like, I really hope so. Like, I really hope he can, like, debate. Nah, yeah, I don't want to be boring. Yeah, yeah he's, he got better with that. Like, he he's actually saying complete sentences now. That's so good. Yeah, like, I can't wait for these debates. From what I've I, seen, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I cannot wait to see these debates. I, I really hope that it's, like, I don't think anything will beat those debates that happened in 2016. Those ones were crazy, bro. Like those ones were. No, yeah, I know they they were. But I think I I think this year might take the cake for real though. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. this really might take the cake, <laughs> yeah. bro. I ain't gonna cap. Yeah, yeah, this this year has been too crazy for it not to be insane. What are, what are your guys' thoughts on a pre- presidential debate? Usually costs an average around two thousand dollars per ticket. What does that say about America? Capitalism. That two million. Yeah, all about the money. I mean, uh, two thousand dollars 
for pre- I, don't you feel like that should be a right of an American citizen to watch it? You know, that's actually true. Day? I didn't think about it like that. Yeah, that should be a right to be honest. Yeah. Yes, likewise, and also I'm I'm I, I didn't I didn't even know that they were gonna have an audience too as well. I thought it was just gonna be them too. No, I mean I don't I, I don't know if it's gonna be an audience this time. I'm just talking about on average. Like usually when they actually have presidential oh. debates, yeah, like it, it costs money, and or or you have to have already donated to a party and uh I think a pretty hefty considerable like donation. So you know when those people like go out there and ask questions for the most part. Those people already know who they're going to vote for, but they're asking that question to make the politician actually look, you know, good. That is true. Yeah. You know, I'd rather get a random person from the streets. But then again, but then again, but, 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 but real quick though, then again, I I don't think a random person would have like a, a good question to ask you know, a politician for real, you know, I feel like it has to, you know, it has to be somebody who like definitely knows like what's going on. Definitely like is very knowledgeable. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, It's gotta be set up beforehand. They should be vetted. Of course. I think they should be, but I I do, I do think that, I mean, if you have to donate to a campaign, I I feel like that's kind of, nah, yeah. Besides that, nah. Um, what do you guys think about that one lady that actually went off script when talking to Joe Biden, uh, and what was it Wisconsin after that you know after that shooting after that she she was like look like the president or you know vice president Biden like we're sick of this like we're sick of all this like looting all this like rioting and she's like I can't like talk about what you want me to talk on, on this piece of paper like what does that say like you think people are actually being heard I mean or is this just politics as usual nobody's being heard um as far as that question uh i mean as far as in in that question i mean i think joe biden ended up answering the question but he's kind of taken uh taken off guard just because you know it wasn't as script but i'm saying on for both candidates and and in any situation do you think that people are actually being heard in certain situations or certain issues maybe i think i think as far as that you'll be they'll be heard because uh like the rioting and looting i think helped trump like I said before about the fear mongering stuff, but it helped Trump because, you know, like he keeps saying, and they think that Joe Biden is going to be, you know, like uh, whatever happens, happens, you know what I mean? But like, but as far as Joe Biden response to that, I think he, uh, if he wants to vote, then he'll listen to those people. Chris? Um, well, well, to be honest, any, any question that that comes out of any news network, whenever a candidate is having a conference or whatever, is usually a, a biased question just to begin with, regardless on somebody asking a racist question to Trump or something recently he said, or somebody asking a question completely irrelevant about what's anything important to Joe Biden. So, you know, I think that's one thing you have to take into account. But um, as far as like Joe Biden, like saying like you know whatever happens happens, that that I don't know, right? Because because we see it because because excuse me, we we do see how um, blue states are handling the riots and it's not going well, right? Where they have that territory that's in a blue state, right? They shouldn't. What's that to do with Joe Biden though? Well, well, it, because well, what was the question? Uh, initially that they asked him? 
Yeah, yeah. My main question was, uh, you know, are politicians actually listening to people in general? Like, and concerns, maybe it'd be rioting, maybe it'd be COVID-19 in, in, no. in, any, in any way. Fuck no. They just, uh, bro, they, uh, they just want to uh, say what, what the people need them to, uh, to, to hear. You see what I'm saying? They, they, bro, come on, bro. The politicians only care about their clout, their status, bill. the money, and, and, and how they're going to be remembered, right? They don't, they, they don't care about the well-being well beings of us, you know, and, and this is why I do think that, uh, you know, uh, you know, New World Order might, you know, might actually happen. But, you know, I don't want to be labeled as a conspiracy theorist, which, you know, you know, I, I feel like I'm being proven as the day go by, right? But, um, yeah, I, yeah, I, I do think that they do hear, like, literally hear their concerns but I, I know for a fact that they don't listen there's a difference between hearing what somebody has to say and listening to what somebody has to say and doing something about it i think this is a critical time for politicians to hear the people i agree i agree well i hope, I hope they do well boys thank you for the show uh, we are gonna try to do this on a more regular basis I really want to thank Jarius for coming on the show. Please be a guest. Please don't even I mean, don't even be a guest. You know what I'm saying? Be a host on here. We really appreciate it. Cruzo, Jarius, any last words you guys want to say to the American people? Or, you know, hopefully we got some worldwide listeners for real too. <laughs> uh no, I just thank y'all for having me. Word, word, word. Cruzo. Yeah, so it's always good to catch up on, uh, you know, really smart minds, man. You know, I like like to have this these type of conversations, man, to get different perspectives and different um, ideas and just just better shaping my own mind at the end of the day. You know, that's really what it's all about, understanding other people's opinions and minds and, you know, crafting my own mind because, you know, what mind is there if a mind is not, you know, independent. It can, you know, think for itself and act like a sponge. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, this is great. Great words from the philosopher. The philosopher Crizzo. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, Appreciate it. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's what's out the fall cast. Peace out.